All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 37 of Posios Picks. Today is Tuesday, January 18th, and finally, we are back. Been a couple days off recording because of traveling and some other reasons, but we still uploaded a bunch of picks on Twitter for you guys and had two really good days. So, again, if you aren't following us on Twitter, at Posios Picks, you're really missing out. On today's show, we've got a great slate of college hoops to go over, a lot of very important games, especially after what happened this past weekend with what feels like every team in the top 10 losing. So, without further ado, let's get right into things. Our first game on the slate is going to be Baylor traveling to West Virginia. Baylor are six-point favorites on the road in this one. This is a really strong West Virginia team, especially at home. Baylor obviously coming off of two straight losses in the conference. They haven't been 100%. They've been dealing with some injury issues with Akinjo and Sochan not being 100%. Both of those guys will be a game-time decision for tonight. If even one of them plays, I personally think Baylor covers this number. This is a textbook bounce-back game for Baylor. We thought we were going to see it Saturday at home against Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State put them down early, and they couldn't dig themselves out of that hole. So I believe in Scott Drew. I think they'll be ready to go, come out strong. Give me Baylor minus the six in this one, Max. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you. Obviously, Baylor coming off two straight losses, and I just don't think that they will lose three in a row. This team just is not like that. Obviously, Scott Drew leading them. He won't let it happen. I think we got to take Baylor in this one. Now, we'll give credit to West Virginia. Obviously, Taz Sherman, McNeil on the, on the outside, and Usaboyan down low. They are a good team, but I just don't see them beating Baylor and giving them three straight losses. This line seems a little bit weird to me, so I'm going to move it to Baylor minus four and a half. Give me the Bears in this one. Okay, our next game on the slate is going to be Kansas traveling to Oklahoma to take on the Sooners. The Jayhawks are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in this one. Oklahoma's coming off of two straight losses to Texas and TCU. Kansas is coming off of two straight wins against Iowa State and West Virginia. I really like Kansas in this spot. I just think Kansas matches up well with a lot of teams in the country. The reason for that is definitely they have a great player at all three levels, guard, forward, big. You got Remy Martin, you got Ochai Abaji, and then McCormick down low. That makes them really hard to beat. I think McCormick is going to be able to limit Tanner Groves, which will force the Oklahoma guards to do some things they're a bit less comfortable with, and this can lead to a lot of bad things for them. Kansas, obviously one of the better scoring teams in the nation. They can score quickly. They can slow it down. It's really pick your poison with them on offense. Give me Kansas to cover this three and a half on the road. With all the things I mentioned and the way they've looked lately, I'll keep betting them. So give me Kansas here. Yeah, I agree. Kansas has looked a bit shaky in recent games, but I think they're back now, especially with those two straight wins. Obviously, Iowa State was a tough game, but that's a tough game for everyone. And then they just blew out West Virginia from start to finish, so... I'll be taking the safe play here. I'll be taking Kansas money line on the road against Oklahoma. Our next game, 
IUPUI is traveling to Ohio State to take on the Buckeyes. Ohio State are 33-point favorites in this one. We're not going to get too deep into this one, I'm sure. Max, go ahead and start. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, so when Rothstein tweeted out IUPUI will be taking on Ohio State, I had this date circled in my calendar. I mean, IUPUI is just god-awful, averaging 66. Averaging 52 points a game. And they've just been getting blown out in Horizon League play. They covered uh, two straight games last week. And then this week they're back to their normal and didn't cover. Not even close. They lost by 35 against Milwaukee without Patrick Baldwin. And you're telling me Ohio State can't beat them by 35? Just, I mean, this is just a no-brainer for me. You got to roll with Ohio State. Obviously, Michi Johnson is out, but, I mean, I don't think that really matters. Anyone can play. Jimmy Sotos can play point guard the whole game, and Ohio State covers this number. So give me Ohio State minus 33 in this one. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with you all the way. Like you said, when, once we saw that these teams were going to be playing against each other, we couldn't wait because, like Max said at the beginning of the year, fade IUPUI till I die. It's a great slogan, and it works. IUPUI stinks. They are terrible. They're going to Ohio State. Like Max said, if Jimmy Soto's played point guard the whole game, I think Ohio State covers this number. For those reasons, give me Ohio State first half. It's not out yet at the time we're recording. I assume it's going to be around 17, 17 and a half. Anything up to 20, I'll take. I think they're up by 20 at halftime. And then give me full game minus 33. I would not be surprised if Ohio State wins this game by 50 or 60. IUPUI is just god-awful. Nothing too deep in that one. They just stink, and I like Ohio State. So, on to the next game. Duke. Our five-point favorites traveling to Florida State. Duke is coming off of two straight 10-plus point wins in the ACC. Florida State is coming off of three straight wins in the conference and some pretty good ones. This Florida State team is no joke. They've got some guys, but it's Duke in the ACC. I have to roll with them here. Bancaro has looked really good recently. If he can keep it up and kind of start to get into a rhythm here during this stretch of the year, Duke is going to be really hard to beat. The key, I think, for Duke to cover this number is is Wendell Moore. He slowed down a little bit since the beginning of the year. He came out firing and looked like the best player on that team. But if he can pick it back up, provide another great scoring option, this Duke team becomes that team we saw against Gonzaga in the beginning of the year, probably the best team in the country. So give me the Blue Devils to cover this minus five on the road here. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I I think the X factor is Keels or Moore. If one guard steps up, Bonchero is going to get his buckets. I mean, that's just a given. But Wendell Moore or Trevor Keeler steps up. I think Duke covers this number with ease. I mean, coming off two straight wins after that tough loss against Miami. But Florida State, like you said, is not a joke. I mean, they're coming off three straight good conference wins. So this game is kind of weird to me, but you got to roll with Duke in this one. Obviously... Krzyzewski controlling them. I think Duke covers this number. Duke minus five. All right. Only a couple games left here. 
And on to the most textbook trap game you could ever have. Wisconsin are two and a half point favorites going to Northwestern. Wisconsin have won six straight games. They've been rolling in the Big Ten. Northwestern, obviously coming off of that upset win at Michigan State. Great game by them. They just straight up came into the Breslin and beat us. Now they're back home with another top 10 team coming into town. If we just looked at numbers, Wisconsin should be close to a 10-point favorite in this game, in my opinion. This is a game where every single sign says, take Northwestern, take Northwestern, take Northwestern, because there's no way Wisconsin should only be two-point favorites here. Just because Vegas thinks something and gives you the signs, sometimes you got to disregard them. Sometimes, no, Vegas, I don't want that. I love these games. Because these are opportunities for you to feel that you are way smarter than Vegas and every gambler thinks they are. For that reason, I'll gladly take Wisconsin here. I don't think Northwestern is allowing full crowds, so that'll be a massive factor. Pete Nance is still questionable for this one. Wisconsin is just straight up better than this team. I don't know who's going to guard Johnny Davis on Northwestern. I think they can blow them out. Screw Vegas. Give me first half money line Wisconsin and full game at minus two and a half max. Yeah, like you said, classic trap game. I mean, I feel like any top 10 team that goes to Northwestern, these games are like this. I just don't get it, honestly. But, I mean, you got to roll with the better team here. Wisconsin's been rolling, coming off that good win against Ohio State by 10. Northwestern coming off that upset win, obviously, against Michigan State. But, like you said, we don't know if Pete Nance is going to be back. I don't think anyone on this team can guard Johnny Davis. He's just going to get buckets after buckets. And their bigs have been stepping up, too, as well. So, if they keep getting those productions out of their bigs and Davison, that takes a little bit off of Johnny Davis's plate and makes it easier for him. So, I'll be rolling with Wisconsin Moneyline in this one. This number is a little weird to me, obviously, but give me Wisconsin on the road. Yeah, I mean, I love this game. It was max. It was close to being game of the year. It was really close. Maddie, shout out to Maddie, talked me out of it. It was really close to being game of the year, but I I love Wisconsin regardless. So, on to the last game of the slate. Iowa State is traveling to Texas Tech. Texas Tech are eight-point favorites at home. Max, go ahead and close us out. Yeah, this is always tough. I mean, Iowa State is always like this. They're always like eight-point underdogs on the road against a good team. Vegas just hasn't given them any respect all year. And But I think this one's different. I think this one's for real. I mean, Texas Tech has looked way better as of recent. Obviously, they're coming off a tough loss at Kansas State, but... They beat Baylor, beat Oklahoma State by 21 at home, beat Kansas by 8 at home. And, I mean, if they can beat Kansas by 8 at home, I think they have no problem beating Iowa State at, by 8 at home because Iowa State goes on these scoring droughts, as we've seen before. I'll be moving this number a little bit. Give me Texas Tech minus 6. Yeah, this game was really hard for me as well. I have loved Iowa State as these big underdog spreads this year sometimes it's worked really easily sometimes it hasn't 
This one's really tough. Texas Tech is getting a couple of their guys back. We saw the last game. I mean, Texas Tech almost went into Iowa State and beat them, and they only had seven scholarship players. The way that Texas Tech plays, it's basically Iowa State ball, but better, and they have more on offense. So give me Texas Tech. I think I'm going to roll with the eight points here. I think they can win this game by 10. I'm a little hesitant about this one because, like I said, I've liked Iowa State in these big spreads this year. But you really don't know which Iowa State team is going to show up. So I'll take Texas Tech at home, getting some of their guys back. Should be a good environment. And the way they play, they, they just are going to win a lot of games. So Okay, so that is going to do it for the main slate of games. I believe Max has a bonus pick. So Max, go right ahead. Yeah, so I've got a bonus pick for you guys today. It'll be uh, Iona traveling to Monmouth to take on the Monmouth Hawks. Obviously, Monmouth is officially dead. I mean, they're coming off a 40-point loss against Marist, and Iona's just looked like the best team in that conference this year. I don't care if Monmouth's at home. Iona has a couple good guards, a great forward, and I just got to roll with the Gales in this one. Obviously, Rick Pitino leading them. You got to roll with a better coach. I mean, they're 6-0 in conference play, 14-3 overall. Their most notable win was against Alabama earlier in the year. And they have just been rolling in conference play. So give me Iona money line on the road. I think just Monmouth coming off this break is not the same. And it's going to take a little for them to figure it out. So give me Iona on the road in this matchup. Add that to my card, please. Like you said, Monmouth is... They were such a wagon, but now they are dead. Just fully dead. Like you said, they were favored against Maris and lost by 40. So they got some things to figure out. Rick Patino was not the coach to figure things out against. I'll gladly take that as well. Okay, that is going to do it for our show today. Remember, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Posios Picks to get notified when we upload an episode and to get notified when we upload any other picks that we don't talk about on the show. Remember, our merch link is live. You can find that on our Twitter. It is in our pinned tweet. Also, remember to follow us over on Picket. You guys already know about Picket. Picket is a sweet app. It helps you track all your bets. You can see other people's bets on the app, your friends' bets. You can comment on their bets, tell them why you like the bet, why you don't like it. All that good stuff. Remember, if you download Picket, use our promo code POSIOSPICKS and you get up to a $50 bonus that goes right into your Venmo account. Good luck to everyone tailing today. That's all we have for you guys. We will see you guys tomorrow.